choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, what up? What's happening? It's Kells. I'm back. This is Thanks for Asking, episode 207. I always forget the Twitter handle. It's at KMGZ on Twitter. Gotta work that in better. What's up? So I heard y'all know the last two episodes, the sound was a little iffy. Um, this uh, this is a big, this is, uh, it's kind of an open space. I mean, this is a home studio, but as you know, open space sounds not as tight as you would like it to be. I'm trying to um, soundproof as much as possible, but since I moved to the couch, it's a little bit open space, so bear with me till this week uh, should be better. All right, so... Let's get started. Yours in Negritude is going out to Tessa Mae Thompson. That's it. That's the tweet. I'll elaborate in the next section. All right. So, let's get started. Um, Where do I want to start at? Okay, let me start out. The devs need to resign. Um, You know, I, I have, I've said, and y'all know, I hate to talk about politics on here. I, I bring up a few things, but this is, you know, what I am... I don't even know what the word is for what I am, but, like, I am tired of hearing about how impeachment is a political process. Correct. That's like saying the heart is an organ. Correct. However, the heart is a vital, vital organ. If you lose, if you lose the heart, the whole body dies, okay? You know what else is an organ? An appendix. If you take an appendix out, you're just fine, you don't know, you can live with one kidney. My point in saying that is, yes, impeachment is a political process, but I am tired of you cowardly fucking elected officials whose number one oath is to swear an allegiance to the Constitution, okay? We, everybody knows that it will not get through the Senate. That is not the point. You need to impeach because you are setting a precedent with this. A very dangerous precedent. And if you are afraid to do it because you are afraid that it won't pass in the Senate, then you need to fucking resign because you are not doing what you are supposed to do. The Constitution does not say impeach if it is politically expedient. It does not say impeach if, you know, you're guaranteed to have it go. No impeachment, no impeachment has passed the Senate. That is not the point. The point is you need to have it on record that this president came in and did these illegal things and we at this body voted to and saw the evidence, heard the evidence, proved that it was done and we voted to impeach and we sent it to that body and they protected him. That needs to be on the record because if it's not then there is, we might as well pack our shit up and go because you'll never be able to do it ever again, because a president can, like he said, shoot somebody on, on Fifth Avenue, and then everybody's gonna try to bring a law, and they're gonna be like, no, I'm sorry, ain't no precedent, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what the problem is, you know, last president we had stole money, y'all didn't do shit, last so we can just let this go, we just every other banana republic, Nancy Pelosi, all of them people, they need to resign, they need to resign, I'm tired of hearing the bullshit, I'm tired of hearing this back and forth about how it's, that's, it does not matter, and this is why I say people should not be able to hold office that don't have military experience. Military experience should be a requirement to hold office. You know why? Because to be in the military, it requires you to be brave. To be in the military, it requires you to be bold. You motherfuckers can sit back and talk the shit about how you never joined. And you, that's, that's fine. That's fine. We hear y'all say that shit all the time. Let me tell y'all, we're not impressed because we know what we did. Okay, we know we hard-charging motherfuckers that when they call, we came and we laid niggas down. We don't really care about, y'all are sheep to us, okay? I know y'all think y'all super woke, and I know y'all think y'all see, y'all y'all are sheep to us, because we know when the shit goes down, y'all motherfuckers gonna be dead, dying, or begging us for help. So we really don't care. Y'all can talk all that shit all y'all want to. We know y'all not built like that. We know y'all don't have a range. I'm telling you, the, the fucking 
the pride and the sense of duty that is missing in this country where everybody, nobody has courage, I told y'all, I don't know if it was last week or the week before last, doing something that only doing something when it's popular and everybody agrees and you know it's going to pass that is the peak of cowardice, that is not bravery, bravery is when you stand up when everybody is yelling and whatever and don't agree and being little bitches and just doing whatever the fuck but you know you are right you know you truth is on your side you know the paper says what it says and you are correct and this is what we are supposed to do and it might not be popular but it is right and we will let the pieces fall where they may, and we'll hang this impeachment on those motherfuckers next, and let them defend not doing it, and let it be what it be, that's bravery, and I don't see it, I don't see it from anybody, I don't see it from anybody from any corner, and I'm tired of it, Nancy Pelosi, you don't wanna, I don't know what you think this is, you're 80 over the fuck years old, I'm tired of all these old ass fucking people, y'all fucking time is over with, y'all are ruining the world, we are trying to move on, we are trying to be progressive, your day is over, you had your time, you had your post-war boom and all of that shit, and you ruined it and ate it up and fucked it up for all the rest of us, and we are trying to move on, we're trying to move on, we're trying to cut you off, and move on, you had your time, we don't care where you go, lay down die, don't lay down and die, go to Shady Ponds, we don't care, we are tired of it, we're tired, and that's all I'm gonna say on that shit, resign, if you don't wanna do your job, then resign, you really only have one job, all this other shit is bullshit, you really only have one job, you don't wanna do it, resign, and uh, piggybacking onto that, um, I want to give a shout out to Kamala Harris again, I've been saying on here I, I think, I think that Kamala Harris is the front runner, she's not getting the media but if you have been googling and you've been paying attention you'll see that Kamala has raised the most money in minority districts she's doing very well on, excuse me she's doing very well on the road she's not doing, you know, photo shoots and all this stupid bullshit, but she's out on the the same thing y'all accuse Hillary of not doing, and again, I said her sister was on her campaign, worked on Hillary's campaign, and I'm sure her sister saw them making those mistakes, and now she's like, look, this is what we're not gonna do. So she's been out on the road where it matters, in South Carolina, and where these people who we need to vote are gonna be, but that's not what I wanted to say. What I wanted to say is she gave a, a great speech, and again, she's been giving great speeches. She's been bringing out the crowds, but you know, we on Budigerg and all these white dudes, you know, and Biden and all these motherfuckers, but she gave a great speech, and and people keep asking me, why do I think she's gonna win, why do I think she's the one, and the speech is like this, because she fucking gets it, and she gets it, and she takes it, she knows what the base of the party is, she knows what she needs to speak to, she knows where she needs to go, and she knows what the issues are, and she gave a speech yesterday to the NAACP, and I don't know, remember where it was, it was somewhere down south, or maybe in the Midwest, I can't remember, it wasn't, you know, around here, and she gave a speech, and what she said was, we have to, they are trying to convince us that we need to be scared, and we need to retract, and oh, retreat, sorry, and oh, well, you know, we need to go with the safe white guy and electability, and she was like, but we know, what is electability code for? Electability is code for what white people vote and what white people want to vote, and what white people will vote for, and that is not it, that is not what is going to win, they keep trying to tell you that it was these margin voter, marginal midwestern quote finger swing voters that elected Obama, it was not, it was everybody coming out, the young people, the black people, the brown people, everybody, the base of the party coming out is who elected Obama, not these fucking so-called swing voters that swing back and forth, they voted for Obama, then they told vote around and voted for Trump, that means they're not reliable they don't have any, they don't have any fucking key um, concerns, they just go whichever the wind blows, whatever sounds popular, that's where they're going, they, they're not paying attention, and she, it was so good because she was like, when they say Midwestern when they say electability, that when they say Midwestern voters, they're leaving people out, and you know who they're leaving out they're leaving out us, they're leaving out people of color, they're leaving out all of us who make up the base of the Democratic Party and they are 
trying to to convince you that the only way that somebody can win is if we just keep doing the same shit we're doing, which is to vote for these old white men, and she was like, no, we gotta be bold, it's the same way we were with Obama, nobody ever thought, me included, thought Obama would win, and he did, we cannot let them, we are trying to move forward, if we keep doing the same shit, we're never gonna get there, we have to be bold, we have to, if these white people wanna keep voting, voting to try to go back to 1950, let them, we're not going back to 1950, we're just not so, I just thought it was great, if you could google it, find it, it's on YouTube it was just, it was, it was, well actually, it was two days ago now it's very new, excellent speech and it's an exact, Kamala Harris has been killing on the road and I know everybody likes Elizabeth Warren because Elizabeth Warren is theatrical like I've said before, she's theatrical, she's waving her hands around, she talks a good talk you know, she, I get it, and people like that theatrical shit, but she's not built to be Trump, because she's just not, she's, she's got good ideas, she's got good policy, but that's not enough, I, I know people think that it is, but that's not enough, and it's never been enough, that's not been, and that's why, you know, you, you guys can't figure out that Sanders and Biden, and all these guys are not it, those people are, are just, and, and I won't put Biden, I mean, I'm sorry, I won't put Warren in the category with Sanders, but in, 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 completely in a box with Sanders, but they are like in this way, in that it's all about talking points, it's all about saying to people what they want to hear, getting them roused up, but there's nothing behind it and, and, and for much as y'all try to drag Kamala about her record and but she has a, re- the point is she has a record, she has done these things, and she has figured out what can be done and what cannot be done, and that's what she speaks to, and, and, and so she's not gonna come out here and just show you the run, sun and the moon and the rain like people wanna hear, oh, free college for everybody, uh, what does that mean? What does free college for everybody mean? How are you gonna pay for it? How is that even gonna help? Because you, you could send every, first of all, college is not for everybody, but let's say it was, and you send everybody to college for free, you still gotta have jobs, what, what jobs are these people gonna do? We're not, we're not producing, all the, the, we're not producing jobs like that. You know why? Because the dreamers, which everybody is so hyped for, but those are people who come up with more education and more technical skills, and they take jobs at lower rates with no benefits, so, you know, what, what's gonna happen, she, you know, but people love this pie in the sky, and that's why we, that's why Trump is president, because they couldn't take Hillary telling them the fucking truth, they couldn't take Hillary Clinton going down to coal country and saying, listen, coal is over, it's been over for 30 years now, there's just, it's, there's, it's just not in anymore, nobody's powering their fucking, I don't even know what the, I don't even know what the fuck you do with coal, all I know is you used to heat houses with, I have no idea what a power, nobody's using coal for power anymore, nobody has used coal for power in years, okay, it's just not it, the future is not coal, number one, we're running out of coal, and number two, we just, technology has advanced, and coal is very dirty, and it pollutes, and we have cleaner air, we have other, just other shit, so we're gonna have programs to help you out, to retrain you, or learn you other things, and move you to other industries, they didn't want to hear that shit, people want to hear pie in the sky, they want to hear what they want to hear, but they don't want to hear the truth, and they don't want to hear facts, and that's why Trump is president, because people just, and that's why Sanders was allowed to pull so many votes for Hillary, because people just want people to get up there and tell them what they want to hear, but it's not realistic, it's not true, they don't have any plans, they're just giving you talking points, when you ask them for specifics, well, everybody gets free college, what does that mean, is it four-year college, is it two-year college, what then, how are we going to pay for it, are we going to do more, no, no, we're not going to do more taxes, homie, homie, you gotta, it don't work like that, you can't say everybody's gonna go to college for free, but taxes, now where's the money gonna come from, oh, we're gonna just, we're gonna decrease the, the military, how? How are we gonna decrease the military, so you can say we're gonna, we're gonna drum down the military fine, so that means we're gonna release how many thousands of people from the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, Marines, and then what are they gonna do? They're gonna come back and do what? Because we still have an issue with jobs, we're gonna send them for free college, they already get free college, practical, real facts, these people are just reading talking points off a piece of paper, and they're telling you what the fuck you want to hear, so, shout out to Kamala Harris, I think she's the front runner, I think when all the dust clears, she's gonna be the, the, the one standing, um, quick, let's shut off the quick shit, Caster, now, I was calling her Caster Mayor, <laughs> but that's the Supreme Court Justice, I don't think that's her name, let me figure, let me figure out what her name is though, it's Caster something, um, actually, it doesn't matter, y'all know who I'm talking about, the, um, Castor Semenya, okay, yes, Castor Semenya, not Semenya, Semenya, 
um, is an Olympic athlete who runs, I think she runs an 800, well, I know she runs an 800 meters, I just don't know if she runs anything else, but I know she runs an 800 meters, and she's very good, and she wins all the medals, she's a lesbian, she's, um, but she's an Olympic gold medalist, and, um, she's very good, and Becky, and Megan, and, um, you know, Lauren, and Erin can't beat her, and so they're mad about it, and they cried, because, you know, they said that she has an unfair advantage, this woman, because she has higher levels of testosterone, not, you know, not from taking steroids, just naturally, just like some women have higher levels of estrogen, some women have higher levels, it's a natural occurring thing, everybody's hormones are different, um, and so these hating bitches got mad because they can't beat her, and so the IIF said that she can't compete unless she takes drugs to artificially lower her testosterone level, so they want her to take a drug, normally, you get kicked out of sports for taking drugs to enhance your performance, this is just this woman's regular ass performance with no drugs, and they want her to take a drug to artificially reduce her performance, um, that's a bunch of bullshit, it's fucking not backed in any science, and everybody has said that, it is homophobic as fuck, it's racist as fuck, and it makes no fucking sense, because when Michael, um, uh, Phelps was winning all his gold medals, all we heard about was how his body was just gave him a natural advantage, because his arms were, his wingspan is longer than his body, most people, the way it's supposed to work out anatomically, y'all know that, um, that famous Leonardo da Vinci pick, uh, chart of the man with his arms out and the circles around it, and that's, be and, um, angles and stuff, because generally, your wingspan, your arms stretched out are, most people, when you stretch your arms out for your wingspan, it matches your height, so if you are six, say you're six feet tall, if somebody were to measure the end of your middle finger across your uh, arm, across your chest, across to the end of your other middle finger, it should be six feet, because your arms, your, your wingspan is supposed to match your height, I don't know if everybody in the world, but I know normally that's what it is, so, but Michael Phelps his his wingspan was longer than his height, I think he's 6'5 I think they said his wingspan was 6'7, so he could move more water than your actual person, they said something about his lungs was adopted, his feet were longer, he was naturally genetically, uh, physiologically more adept for swimming, and that's how he beat everybody nobody said, you know what, you gotta go have surgery to get your arm shorter, cause that's an unfair advantage, because why would you, that's fucking sports, and this is what I hate about the fucking, everybody gets a trophy generation, and you knew fucking, I don't know if it's millennials, or whoever's after millennials, you're ruining fucking sports, because if you think everything is supposed to be fair, and you think that you're supposed to get what everybody else gets, and you're not, because you're you're not remarkable, you're not great, you're not good in any way, some people are very, are superb, and they are excellent, and they work hard, and they are just better at sports, at swimming, at running, at basketball, at football, at whatever the fuck it is that you would like to be good at, but you are not, they are just better than you, and that's fucking life, and nobody cares about you crying, and whining, and going, and it's unfair, it's not unfair, you're just not that good, and I'm sorry if your mom and dad didn't tell you, and I'm sorry if you don't have the self-awareness to realize it yourself, but you're just not good, and you don't, and you're not entitled to be good, if, if she runs faster than you, she just runs faster than you, if she's stronger than you, she's just stronger than you, you, it just, it happens, and a whole generation of people are ruining a lot of things because you grew up with this entitled mindset because your parents just fucking could not make you understand that life is not fair and nobody owes you anything and some people are just better than you and that's it and you don't get to cry about it and you don't get to make complaints because you would really like to be good at dancing but you're not, that's not your gift God gave, gift, gave that person a gift, God gave that person a talent and that is for them it ain't got nothing to do with you, so, you know, I don't know if she's gonna, I know she just ran another race, and she's giving good speeches, I mean, you know, I don't know if she's gonna retire or what, um, apparently she can't appeal it to anybody else, but, um, a couple days ago, she won a speech, and she, they asked her how she felt, I mean, everybody in sports, too, like, I've heard male athletes, everybody in sports, who knows anything about this, is like, this is ridiculous, this, she's not, it's nat- it's naturally occurring, there's nothing she can do about, why would, why, how does it make sense, how is it unfair, 
for somebody who's an athlete, that's like saying, you know, well, your, your, your legs are too skinny, that gives you an event, you gotta go get your legs puffed up so you can have fatter legs and, and Becky can keep up, what the fuck are you talking about? That is stupid, it is naturally occurring, so you want her to go take a drug so that, to pull her testosterone levels down so that Becky and Rebecca, who's still gonna get smoked, cause they're just not as good, can feel better? Fuck out of here. That's all I got to say about that. Okay, so here's another topic I wanted to get on, and so, I didn't watch the Billboard Awards, but I saw the tweets about it, um, apparently Taylor Swift, now look, let me just start by saying, I don't hate Taylor Swift, I'm not a big fan, but I feel like people try to, you know, and they're not liking, first, not people, well, no, a lot of people don't like Taylor Swift, but the Beehive, particularly, they, they do a lot, they try to, she's not talented, Taylor Swift is very talented, Taylor Swift is a, a great songwriter, she writes pop hits, she, what she does, she does well, okay, the issue though that I have with, and it's not just Taylor Swift, it's with a lot of white artists and that, the white side of the industry, I don't know what you want to call it, out of Nashville or whatever the case, because it's not just out of Nashville, but this whole, you know, white side of the industry, is that you're not creative, and it is very corny, because, listen, what, y'all know I'm not a huge Beyonce fan, okay, but I saw Homecoming, and Homecoming was very good, I enjoyed it a great deal, and I told y'all, I wasn't gonna watch it, because I thought it was just a concert film, and I don't wanna see that shit, cause I ain't no big fan like that, I saw Baytella on Coach Stream, that's all I need, I don't need to watch that shit again, right, but then I heard, oh no, it's, it's you know, she does, she's, it's a really, a tr- it's kind of a tribute to HBCUs mixed in there, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch that, and it was good, and it was, if you don't know anything about HBCUs, let me break it down to you, HBCU stands for Historically Black Colleges and Universities, you know, in this day and time we living in, where people want to make up shit about reverse racism, or what if we all, why you need a black channel, what if we had a white channel, you do have white channels, all the rest, that's why we need a BET in the first place, um, HB, Historically Black Colleges and Universities came up out of the Civil War, because after the Civil War, which the North won, saying that you can't have slaves, and you, and these people are actually citizens, and they have all the rights and privileges as every other citizen, as applied to the states for the 14th Amendment, and part of that is, you know, education, because black people, ugh, surprise, 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 we actually want to be educated, we don't want to be fucking just digging around in the dirt and being slaves and forever, like, you know, we understand that the way you get ahead in the world is that you get educated, you learn how to read, you learn how to write, you get skills, you learn how to do things, and that's how you make a life for yourself, surprise, surprise, but, you know, your Harvards, and your Yales, and your whatever schools that are around then, they didn't want, they didn't let black people in, because we just, you know, we don't, we only, it's whites only, it's whites only, so, you know, I guess, they thought that black people just supposed to say, oh, okay, and just go back and pick tomatoes, or whatever, like some other people did, you know, and just accept that fate, but we were like, no, uh, we just fought a whole ass war, killed a lot of people, a lot of us died, but we happen to have won it, and, um, since we won it, this piece of paper that Charles white people wrote about another, over, you know, about a hundred years ago, that says all men are created equal, actually applies to us as well, meaning that we have rights that we just fought and died for, and so we not gonna just go away and let you tell us no, so fine, the, um, because the North won the war, and we got all this money now, and, all, and, and you know, the spoils of war, and, and the Freedmen's brought, Bureau has actually dedicated money for us to get educated, we're gonna take that money, we're gonna form our own colleges, you don't want us to be in yours, that's fine, we're gonna get educated, so we're gonna form our own colleges that we can go to, cause you won't let us in yours, and we ain't got time to be suing all the way to the Supreme Court, and all this bullshit, and all that bullshit, we ain't got time for that, we're gonna start our own school, so you started, Howard was founded in, I believe, 1867, uh, I don't even know all the black colleges, a whole bunch of small ones, but we know the main ones, uh, Morehouse, Spelman, Howard, FAMU, uh, Cheney, uh, okay, that's all of them, I know, <laughs> there's a whole lot more, um, oh, Grambling, Xavier, um, A&T, there's a whole bunch of A&Ts that be, end up being black houses, I don't know them all, but anyway, you get the point, most of them are in the south, and most of them, if you do the, the, the research you'll find, was founded around 1865-67, in Reconstruction, around that time, 1870s, 1860s, I don't think it's too many that was founded, 
I'm sure there may be one or two that was founded in 1900, but I, I, I don't think so. I think most of them were founded in Reconstruction, okay? And, and, and there's a lot of traditions that go with HBCUs, and one of the main ones are bands, marching bands. Um, I've never wanted to go to HBCU because I grew up in Philadelphia, and I just, you know, I, 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 I had that experience my entire life of black people and culture and all of that. So I just didn't, I wanted some different college, but the joke with, um, and actually nobody in my family went to my uncle, nobody, yeah, no my family went to a, uh, a HBCU. We all went to PWIs. But anyway, I know people who went to HBCUs and the joke at HBCUs is cause most, like most of their, HBCU sports teams are not good. I know um, Howard one year was good. You know, they, most of them are not good. Like you don't see them in the bowl games. You don't see them in the tournament. Although I think was it Howard? Some team one year went to the tournament, but they're just not known for sports. Okay, and the joke is that but homecoming and the games are always packed because people come for the bands. People are not there for the game. People pro- people go to admission and get their food during the game. It's the bands that 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 people are there for because black HBCU college bands are totally different than PWI. But white people they come out they that shit Taylor did. They come out they do that. Nobody's there for that. There's not a tradition for that. Okay, so no, black people did not invent marching bands. But Beyonce, what she did with Homecoming was not about a marching band. It was about HBCUs and the culture, which is hugely about marching bands and 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 the dancing girls and all of that shit. So, why would you, as another huge artist, copy that? You're not going to be able to do what Beyonce did. You're going to invite comparisons, and it's corny, and it's not creative. This is the issue we have with you fucking white artists. It's like, Taylor, you or somebody in your team watched that homecoming, and you either did not get all the history and culture and basically what it was that she did and tried to convey and thought it was just about a marching band, or you did get it but thought that didn't matter and you could just take the marching band. Either way, it's corny, and it's not creative. What, why would you do that? This is Beyonce. This is her thing. She put it together. That's her create, and it was great. You're not going to top that. Why don't you do something on your own? This is what kills. This is why we can't stand y'all, because y'all don't. All y'all do is wait for us to do something and copy it, and not even fucking well, because you don't get it. You don't understand what's behind it. You don't even. You don't get that. This. This is a cult. We're not just out here. You know, with a marching band, there's a whole culture behind this that you don't get. You think you could just take a marching band and copy and it's going to be the same thing? It's not. And that's corny. The, Beyonce was was shining a light. Here is something that you might not know. Here is these these great schools and this great culture and these great students who, because they get to the band on scholarship, that's how a lot of them pay their way through school, and look how excellent they are. So excellent that I brought some of them on tour with me. She was presenting it to you. As a, as a whole thing, you just took a Martian man and thought that was it. And, and this is what I, the reason I say it lacks creativity because it's like, I am sure you, she lives in Nashville. I'm sure there's something that people in Nashville, white people, country people, whatever your little scene, whatever the scene is down there, I'm sure there's a scene down there that you could have taken and brought that to the stage and make that your performance. Cause that's what artists do. And the fact that nobody in your team was like, you know what, Taylor, I get it. You know, but that's already been done. Let's do something else because we're not gonna be able to type top that. That's why it. That's why it. Because it's it's corny. It's no creativity. All y'all do is wait to see what we're gonna do. Copy it badly. It be mediocre as fuck. And then y'all just act like y'all hung the word like y'all did so much. And it's like you're just not. It's whack. I love Ariana Grande. I like Ariana Grande, but like these comparisons from Mariah Carey, there is no comparison because Ariana Grande is just copying what Mariah did between 96 and 97. That way she sings, that her whole voice, you can tell she just played Mariah over and over and over and copied her. She's, there's nothing creative about what you're doing. Like, yes, you make good songs and you can hold a note, but you can't, you're not, Mariah has gone through so many different sounds and changed so many things up and has so many different, you can't do that. And this is why, this is why I say that you niggas 
regardless of how you feel, you gonna put some respect on Madonna's name, because you young motherfuckers got it fucked up, because what you don't understand, is that Madonna showed you how to do this shit, and as irritating and as draining as she might be now, I don't give a fuck, there's a reason that nobody has called her, even my beloved Rihanna, who has outpaced everybody and still like almost 20 songs behind Madonna, there's a reason because what Madonna did is she was, people, y'all young kids, cause y'all wasn't there and y'all don't know, first of all, Madonna came out with the peak, peak Whitney Houston, peak Michael Jackson, peak Janet Jackson, Bruce Springsteen, the 80s and 90s, when all these great iconic superstars are out, and Madonna still was giving you brown, groundbreaking shit that nobody saw before, and was dropping jaws, constantly, consistently, okay, at a time when all the greats were at their peak, she didn't come through when it was just her and no competition, she had Michael Jackson as competition, and was dropping jaws, okay, and the reason that she was dropping dropping jaws is because she was being creative, because she was doing what Beyonce did, where she was taking these things and presenting them, she wasn't just copying them, she was going up to Harlem and said, hey, this shit y'all doing is fucking dope, this Vogue shit, nobody don't know about this, come downtown with me, we gonna make this fucking video, I'm gonna put this song out, and, and niggas are gonna see this Vogue shit, and, and, but, but she made it her own, she didn't just copy what they were doing, she made it her own, we gonna put this video together, we gonna make this song, it's gonna start with the snaps, it's gonna be black and white, the camera's gonna span, y'all gonna have the titty things on, and people have gonna, we gonna give these people something they have never seen before, and we're gonna introduce them to Voguing, and that's what the fuck Madonna, and she did that with every single thing, every single era, she was not a culture vulture because she always let you know where it was coming from, she didn't present it like this is my shit, no, these are the kids, I'm Madonna, I'm the star, but these are the kids, these are what the kids doing, look at this, and look how fly this all is, and look how fucking beautiful and fucking awesome we are, look at this shit, that's what Madonna did, and you, these new artists, they're not doing it, they think they are, but they're not, you're not creating, you're just copying, you're just waiting for us to create the culture, and make it, and do what it do, and then you think you can, and you're not getting it, you don't understand where it came from, you don't understand the background, nor do you care, apparently, because you think, oh, well, I'll just get a band, it'll be, it's not, it's whack, it's corny, why are you doing this, you're not gonna be better than Beyonce at it, number one, because bands are not, there's no cultural equivalence to white bands, they're just not, so what are you doing, why are you doing this, do something else, and that's why, I just, it irritates me, it irritates me, that, and again, I don't hate Taylor like y'all do, but that is, but that is like, this is what we mean when we say, culture, like, what are y'all doing, uh, y'all wanna grab, you know, hip-hop so-and-so and jump on the song, it's like, it's not about that, there's me, there's, there's something behind this, and that's why me, a Gen Xer, and those of my generation, when we grew up in the 80s and 90s, when we saw the excellence, when we saw the way it's supposed to be, that's why y'all think we sound like old niggas, it's not that, we just, this shit is whack and corny, period, cause we saw that, and when we see something good, we let y'all know, the Izzo's, the fucking Megan Thee Stallions, when somebody come out that's dope, we say that shit is dope, cause we know, Cardi, cause we know what dope shit's supposed to look like, but this other shit is not it, and nobody is hating, and nobody's being old, it's just not it, you're not, you're not doing what you think you are, your music is trash, it has no creativity, it all sounds the same, you're not fucking, you can't sing, you don't work on your, your, your art, you, 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 a, a R&B star, the, uh, the girl, they, they asked her at, I forgot, what was the MTV Awards something, to name three, three Aretha Franklin songs, and you can't name none but respect, how are you an artist, how are you calling yourself an R&B artist, and you don't know Aretha Franklin, do you understand it would be no R&B without Aretha Franklin, do you understand Aretha Franklin put R&B on the fucking map, how do you not know Aretha Franklin, please, you're not serious, so, I'm not an old nigga, I'm not, I, when shit is 
good, I like it, I like Young Thug, I know he's problematic, I like Young Thug, I like, I like Megan Thee Stallion, Tina Snow, I like Izzo, Lizzo, I like fucking, um, Chanel Monet. I like, I'm trying to think of some rappers, but you know these niggas, I might know the song and don't know the name, the, uh, Migos, um, Cardi, um, um, Lil Uzi Vert, um, I don't know, whoever, I can't think of nobody right now, it's young cats out here that I like, you know, they, I, I, I like what they, oh, okay, alright, well you're not the best lyricist, but I see what you're doing, you're being creative, you're being creative, you're making an effort, I see what you are doing, so it ain't about being old, it's about y'all don't be it, I'm sorry, you don't, and these motherfuckers on the internet, so whoever trying to get famous, trying to get on, hyping y'all up, don't make it, don't make it so, it should not fly, alright, ran over, I just, <laughs> Taylor, that was whack, you're a good songwriter, you're a good artist, but whoever in your team, somebody need to just, you, if you got a bunch of yes men, or I don't know, you need to redo your team, cause somebody in your team should have been like Taylor, Beyonce did that, okay, she, she did the band, she did the HBCUs, it was outstanding, it was fantastic, just what you're doing ain't it, it's not gonna be it, you're gonna draw the comparisons, and it's just, it's not, it's not it, it's, it's not giving them nothing, it's your vision, like Beyonce kept saying on there, the vision that I see is not being portrayed, you're not, whatever your vision is, it's not coming across. Alright, um, so, and sorry, I, I told y'all this new setup makes it a little bit harder to keep time. Okay, I'm on schedule. All right. Um, Game of Thrones. So, <laughs> uh, this week's episode, um, you know, so like I said last week, I told y'all, I think Danny is gonna go mad, but I just think this whole, oh, it's the Mad Queen, and you know, it's just gonna repeat the beginning of the story, that's just gonna be non-creative and, and just dumb, and I still say that, and I said last week, I said, I don't think it's gonna be the whole thing with John over the throne, I think it's gonna be her people, the fact that Jorah died and now Miss Sandy, that's what's gonna send her off the deep end, because she's alone in this, you know, land with you ungrateful motherfuckers, and that's what's gonna push her over, to, you know, she's listening to her advisors, and Tyrion, like I don't know how many times he gonna try to talk since the Cersei, Cersei ain't here for sense Cersei told y'all, fucking how many seasons ago she chose violence, I don't understand what you don't understand about she chose violence, I, I don't get it um so, you know, Miss Sandy you know, I took the L and you know, people trying to make it a ra- like, like I said y'all, I wish y'all knew Game of Thrones fans would go in your own little chat room it's not racist about Miss Sandy getting, anybody and everybody in that show has died, okay, they stabbed the pregnant woman to death, um, they filleted a, a little boy two weeks ago and fucking stuck him up on the wall like a wet noodle you know, a spaghetti noodle, I don't know, it's not it, it, there was nothing racist about it, like people are going to die, we're getting to the end, everybody's not gonna make it, alright, um, Miss Sandy got captured, but, you know, I, I, Cersei done un- unleashed the, the dragon, like, don 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 fucking Cisco. I hope she know, cause Danny turned around from, like, oh, and, 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 <laughs> and Grey Worm too, <laughs> Miss Danny turned around like, okay, bet, on my mama, on God, on my neighborhood, I swear to God, bitch, I will burn every single one of these motherfuckers to get your ass, and I, I think that's how Danny probably gonna die, trying to get to Cersei, she probably gonna fly that goddamn dragon into Cersei's towers like 9-11, but, so I was up last night watching, um, Game Theories, oh, which reminds me, you know, I want you niggas stop saying that the bat, right, oh, the writing is terrible this last season, it ain't no plot holes and the writing is not terrible, there's been a few, you know, they, signs were, you know, maybe they rushing a little bit but just because your little dumbass theory was not true, it don't mean it bad listen, HBO has been doing this this is the most popular show in the entire world the motherfucking writers are good they know what they're doing, they don't need your show notes from the couch bro, your theories are dumb your, 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 Bran is the Night King was stupid, it made no sense it, it, in the story just relax and watch the show like you're not gonna guess it because these guys are really good at what they do, and you are not, it doesn't mean it's bad writing, it doesn't mean it's a plot, I know you think Jon Snow was supposed to kill the Night King, I don't know why, nothing in the show, again, foreshadowed that it was gonna be Jon Snow, because the story is not about, the story is not about the men, the story is about the women, and how the men are manipulated, or move around them, or or how they play off of the women, the show is about Daenerys, the show is about Sansa, the show is about Cersei, the show is about, uh, was about, um, 
Terrell. It was about um, uh, fucking Caitlyn Stark. It's about the women, okay? Leanna Stark is the one that swore Ned Stark to a secret, okay? It's not about the men. Jon Snow was not gonna kill. I don't know who's gonna end up killing Cersei. Some people say it might be Sansa. I can see that. Um, some people say Sansa's gonna sit on the throne. Personally, I think the only way she sits on the throne is everybody else is dead, because I don't see nobody else let, just stepping aside for Sansa to sit on the throne. Certainly not Daenerys, but I mean, we know I mean, it would be, it's never was gonna be, we knew Daenerys wasn't gonna sit on the throne, because that would just be too predictable. I don't think Jon is gonna sit on the throne either, because I think that would also be too predictable. I don't think both of them are gonna live. I think one or the other, or both of them may die, because put anything that you think that you're thinking it could be, it's not gonna be, because it's never been, that's why we love the show, because we never know, you think somebody is safe, and they get their fucking head cut off, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, they killed, you think, you think Leanna Mormack gonna come through the show when she got crushed by a dragon, she took that nigga out, like, that's why we like the show, so anything that you're thinking is not gonna be it, I do think that Varus is gonna die in this next episode, because, um, you know, he has started pl- plot, uh, plotting against Danny, and Danny told him when he got the Dragonstone, if you, if I catch you plotting against me, I'm gonna burn your ass up, and so I think, and Varus, like, you know, Varus is consistent, and that he does what is for the people, but, um, my thing is, who are the people, though? These dirty people that Cersei got in King's Landing, like, Daenerys, like, don't care about them, because, they ungrateful, like, if you, like, and it's like Trump voters, you want me to care about a Trump voter, I don't, I do not, so, I came here to, to reclaim my throne, which y'all usurped me of, I don't make sense, I'm a fair queen, but y'all wanna, you know, treat me like I shot the sheriff, and all this racist and foreign shit, fine, I don't care about the people at King's Landing, so, Varus's appeal to her, about the people, oh, well, don't do what your father, that's a different situation, because my father was the king, and these actually were his subjects, and so what he was doing was crazy, but these motherfuckers, I came here, I tried to be nice, but they looking at me sideways, these ain't my motherfucking subjects, these my people right here, and y'all already, Jordan already died, and, and you, my best bitch, you know, cut her head off, so, I mean, fuck y'all, <laughs> I burned every last one of y'all to get to Cersei, and I, and I, I can't say she's wrong, um, you know, Sansa over here trying to rally behind my back to get John. John dumbass should have never told Sansa cause you know Sansa can't hold what I know y'all say she, her arc has come so far and she's so strategic I, I don't see it and as soon as John told her she didn't even hold that shit a day you know talk about oh that's my family John all of y'all was Ned Stark's family, he kept that secret his whole life, you know why? Because of shit like this, so you shouldn't have said nothing, if you don't want to claim the throne, which you clearly don't, then you shouldn't have said shit to Daenerys, you should have just kept it to yourself, because you know how she was going to respond to it, and you should have known how Sansa was going to respond to it, so, we're going to see what's happening, but I think Varys is done dollar, because I think Danny going to find out, um, I think there might be more dragons, I'm not gonna get deep into it, but y'all realize that when the show starts, the um, pictures on the sword change, and there's four dragons on that sword, so where are those four dragons coming from? Now, I know that supposedly dragons have died out, but if you paid attention on the show, they never said they died out, they say nobody has seen them, they all went north and disappeared, what does that mean? I don't know, we'll see, I'm just, why is those four dragons on the sword? Now, we know originally or you might not know if you read the books, you know, originally Westeros was conquered by the Targaryens or four dragons, and uh, now maybe it's that on there, but why would you put, why would you all of a sudden put that on there, this show been on eight seasons, and that's been the, the, the origin story, you could have been had them four dragons on there, why are you putting that, that on there now? Maybe, what I was thinking, and you know, a whole bunch of my theories have been proved wrong, not a problem, but when Sandy said Dracarys, I took that like her telling Daenerys, hey, burn this motherfucker to the ground, burn this bitch to the ground, fuck all that forgive, like I said, when they be killing y'all family members <laughs> Miss Andy was like, nah, you burnt, nah, riot burn this shit the fuck down, that's what I took it as, but what if she was calling some drag, cause we never, what do we say, we never we were always wondering about Miss Andy's background, she was always not clear about it, Davos was like, what is it that you doing here, and you know, is she a faceless man, what is she we never got that story, so what if she was saying Dracarys to call dragons, or to signal something to Danny? I don't know I, I will see um, okay got that out the way, excellent episode next week, they all the cast have said that episode 5 was better than episode 3 and I believe it, 
okay, so this is what I really want to talk about. The Met Gala was yesterday. The fifth, um, May fifth is the Met Gala. What is it, the first Monday in May or whatever it's called? Now Rihanna didn't go. Got to say that out early because Rihanna didn't go. That's already letting you know. But the people who did go. So I told y'all the yours and negative was for Tessa Thompson. That was a couple. Many people did not do the thing, every year, like, I just, I don't know, I think that's corny, the Met is a costume ball to give you a theme, it's your, it's your opportunity to fucking do the damn thing, and so many people just put on a regular shirt and go, and something, and go, and just dress up, like, if you're not gonna do the thing, what's the point of going, the Met is like the most exclusive ticket, not everybody gets invited, if you get invited, why are you not doing the thing, I just think it's corny, but I wanna shout out to um, Lady Gaga, who the theme was camp, so and apparently people don't know what camp is because I heard people criticizing people not doing camp who also did not seem to know what camp is because they were saying, oh, so and so, and I was like that's not camp, that was awful camp is, it's a genre uh, it, it's like a over the top, so John Waters camp is a is a genre that's created by John Waters, if you don't know who John Waters is, Cry Baby um, well no, I won't say it was invented by, well, was it yeah, I think it probably, he's best known, when you say camp, people think John Waters, if you've seen Cry Baby, the movie with Ricky Lake and John Travolta, where it's over the top, extra, it's not necessarily a musical, but it's that feel where everything is extra, everything's over the top, that's what camp is, you know, little jokes, maybe you break the third screen, um, I'm trying to give y'all examples, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, even though it's a musical, it's very campy, Peggy Bundy, um, Fran Dersher, even Cardi, can do camp, that shit Nikki was doing, camp is just like, oh, just over the top outrageousness, right, um, Lucy, Lucille Ball did camp, um, what is it, uh, I'm drawing it blank, but, oh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, those type of things where it's like, we're being extra, we're wearing costumes, drag, drag is camp, where the drag queens come out, they have the big wigs, and the big jewelry, and they're over-exaggerating, that's camp, that was the theme, okay, um, many people did not do it, Gaga, her entire act is camp, so you knew she was gonna slay it, and she fucking did, she came and did this costume change, where she had like, four different costumes on, mama did that, um, so, people had an issue with Tiffany Haddish, people have an issue with Tiffany Haddish, period, I don't mind Tiffany Haddish, I think Tiffany is consistent, I think Tiff, and, and if she, I hope she gets all the checks, because she has stayed true to herself, she has not changed, and I don't have an issue with her, and her story, if you know her background, she came from a very um, abusive and destructive and, and, and dysfunctional background, and has made it to where she has made it, so I root for her hard, but apparently people got upset, was calling her a coon, because she had chicken at her bag at the Met, now look, I personally don't care about having chicken in the mat. I assumed that it was part of her costume because she was dressed as a 70s black exploit, which is also camp. I'm gonna get you sucker. That's camp. So she was dressed as a black exploitation figure from the 70s. So I assumed that the chicken was part of it. Like, yeah, you know, the soul food to get, I thought that's what it was. But even if it wasn't, I just didn't care about her having chicken in in her bag. I don't, because like I was saying before with the, um, when I was saying about coming up to, how you coming up to, y'all worry too much about what white people think, white people gonna call you a nigga or they not, they call Obama a nigga, the most unstable, Harvard law grad, Harvard law review, most uh, in, intelligent, um, articulate, you know, uh, uh, co- makes white people comfortable person there is, and they call him a nigga, so I just don't really care about, what it, first of all, they ain't nobody to be judging, they are the fucking most, all they do is rob and steal and, and cheat, and, and I don't understand why so many of you fucking coloreds are so brainwashed that you think that they are greater than you and they are superior, they are not, they came and stole your fucking resources and shit because they don't have shit, they never had shit, they fucking bumped into the West Indies and thought they discovered America's, they didn't have, they didn't know shit about the world, 
Meanwhile, Africans were sailing for centuries and, and got spices and math and, and building pyramids that still stand to this day and gave you mathematics and chemistry and all this shit that they don't teach you about in school that they tell you that white people invented, but they did not. How you gonna tell me Galileo discovered the galaxy when thousands of years before Galileo, they built pyramids in Egypt that line up with the fucking galaxy, how you gonna tell me some white man discovered it when they got people in Africa that had done it 10,000 years earlier, so anyway, I don't be caring about what a white people go like, when I call somebody a coon, I am talking about somebody very specific, I, when I call somebody a coon, I'm talking about somebody that's, that sells out their own people for the favor of the white man, I'm talking about some, I'm talking about these Candace Owens motherfuckers, I'm talking about these Clarence Thomas motherfuckers, I'm talking about these Tiger Woods motherfuckers, that's what I'm talking about when I'm, when somebody's a coon, somebody that is just doing them and being black, or stereotype, whatever you want to call it, that's not a coon, going up to your child's school, and some goddamn, uh, thongs and cutoffs, and then getting up on the internet to talking about, that's right, I'm real, I don't care, y'all just get, that's a coon to me, I'm, I'm sorry, I, that's cooning to me, you performing for white people, because either way, you're bouncing off white people, you care what they think, oh, well, I, you know, they gonna judge me, so let me just hurry up and be extra black, you're not fooling me, get seek therapy, I know, I know what that shit is all about, so, anyway, um, I didn't have a problem with Tiffany Harris. Lena Waif. I didn't like your outfit last year. I like Lena Waif, actually. I like her a lot. But I didn't like your outfit last year. I didn't like it this year. I thought it's it was very literal. And it's just typical. First of all, it was spelled wrong. Okay? And you could have just said that. You could have just said, you know what? Spell wrong. We didn't have to change. It was one on one, so we just went with it. Instead, you're trying to tell everybody's story about you get nobody believes that story. Nobody believes that. We think it was spelled wrong. And even if that story was true, it's a flop. It's a fail. Everybody's like, what? Oh, I'm sorry if that went over here. Yeah, it went over my head. It went over my head, beside my head, under my head, because it's dumb. Like, why why would it ever be that? Like, okay, it went over my head. It's dumb. Everybody it went over everybody's head, apparently. So just let it go. Like, I just <sighs> I just find it irritating, but the second part is like, listen, like I just said, the theme was camp, so she puts on her on her back black gays or black drag queens or something, invented camp, true, but you're at a costume ball, so it is just so t-shirt generation that instead of just making it do what it do, cause you are black gay, instead of make, okay, this is our shit, like Billy Porter did, Yo, this is our shit right here, we did this, so I'm gonna show y'all how to do it, instead of making it do it, you sew you that into a back of a regular ass suit, like that's so, that is the epitome of, of that generation, where, you know, these hands, I call them the, G, the t-shirt generation, when you writing slogans on your t-shirt like you think you're doing something, like you're so revolutionary, ah, 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 you know, black people, you're not doing nothing, why don't you show that we invented that shit, go there with some fly shit and show out, have it, do what, you, make it do what it do, last year you wore the rainbow flag, I was like, that's, nah, that ain't it, um, Janelle Monet loved her outfit. She had a um Christian Soriano shout out who does all the colors in the big body girls and the other designers won't. Um, and had the eye winking. She looked great. She had camp. She was on theme. Jared Leto was on theme. And that's when I said again, when people said they didn't people were like, oh, wow, why didn't you do the theme? What was Jared Leto doing? So you clearly don't know what camp is. Because what Jared Leto was referencing was the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is like the, the number one when anybody thinks of camp in a movie, they think of Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's what he was doing. So you don't clearly don't know what camp is if you thought he wasn't on theme because he killed that shit. He did that. But let me tell you who else did it. Motherfucking Tessa Thompson and motherfucking Lapita Nyongo. Lapita rolled up. You want to know what camp is? Look at that picture of Lapita with the gold afro pics, the detail, the makeup. You go, you go overboard. Whatever you think is too much, it's not too much because it's camp. How you a black gay out here talking about we invented this shit and you not doing too much? Like, come on, man. It's camp. And there's so much drawing. Lupita did the damn thing. She looked great. But Tessa Thompson, Tessa May, baby, baby, baby. Tessa May came as a dominatrix. And I don't know if you know, but dominatrix fits right within camp. It's overdone. It's extra. Um, Elvira is one, um, there's another one famous, I can't remember, but it's firmly within camp, 
totally on theme. Somebody else said that. She, I don't get it. What she, she's bringing a slave whip. You're dumb. She's a dominatrix, and it is totally within camp. And sis had a ponytail that was a whip, and she had a riding crop, and her face was exquisite, and she had these boots on, and bitch. And 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 the other thing that you got to do is you got to sell it. I give it to Zendaya. I personally, I didn't think Zendaya's thing. I didn't think her dress was on theme. I thought it was giving me fantasy. It was giving me fairy tale. But it was outstanding. But she sold it. She was in character. She left the slipper. Give me a performance. Lupita, same thing. Get Gaga. It's camp. Give me a performance. Go as character and get in character. And Tessa had that writing crop and it's the details. Lupita had the gold afro pics. Tessa had her tongue out just a little bit in that picture. Ugh. Ugh. I tell people I don't necessarily have a type. I have a range, which is true. But within that range, I do have a type. And Tessa Mae Thompson... I don't know what you and Janelle Monet's situation is. I know y'all say y'all dating, not dating, whatever. I personally think y'all doing a J and B when J and B didn't want nobody to know they was J and B because they ain't want y'all in their business and they ain't want to, you know, have to be doing everything together as a couple, which I think is the, the corny anyway. Um, the straights be doing that shit. Everything we do, that's still just corny. So if that's what y'all doing, cool. Y'all just friends. I don't know, but Lord have mercy. Woo. I stayed it. I I went through your pictures all night, sis. You did the damn thing. Tell you did that. That dominatrix with them fucking boots and them fucking heels, girl. Amen. Yours in negritude, Tessa Thompson. She oh, that shit had me on the floor. Um, yes. Um, Cardi, Cardi did it also. People said Cardi didn't wasn't doing camp again. I don't think y'all know what camp is. Um, if you if you need a tutorial, let me. Oh, that's another one to let me down. RuPaul, another very famous. There's a very very famous movie that is camp genre. It is called as um. I, oh, what is the name of it? Um, I can't be gay. I'm a cheerleader, or something like that. And it has Natasha Leone in it, RuPaul, and a whole bunch. And it's about basically gay conversion camp where these kids are gay and they get sent to this conversion camp and RuPaul pays one of the counselors. It is camp. It is like if you Google camp, that crybaby, Rocky Horror Picture Show, BAPS, BAPS, Black Camp, um, will come up, okay, and so for you, and you're a drag queen, drag queen is camp, so you show up to the Met Balls, the camp theme, and look regular, like, anyway, I was disappointed, um, but yeah, that's, 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 I just, I love the Met Ball, Rihanna wasn't there so it was like, whatever, cause Rihanna owns the ball like, if, 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 whenever she comes, she shuts it down it's her ball, that, the, the long gown with the yellow robe for the um, Asian theme, like, it's just we still have not recovered from that, so but, you know, giving the shout outs to those who showed up anyway, and the last thing I wanted to comment on was Aisha Curry, and Aisha Curry has come up before, and if you if you don't know she was on Red Table Talk, which comes on Facebook, which I don't watch, but I, I got the gist of it, where, you know she's, you know, she's the Christian girl, and she said, you know, to me she's, she, to Ali, Aisha Curry is funny as fuck to me, and she is harmless, when she tweeted when that, in that series where they lost to the Cavaliers, she tweeted I will not be silent, that that shit had me laughing for days, cause that hilarious, she was accusing the NBA like conspiring against it, she was dead ass, that shit had me laughing, she is funny to me, and she's funny to me because I know what she is, those goody goody Christian girls who grow up, you know, they get married at 18 they only have sex with their husband, like they're so they're stereotypes, they're so stereotypical that you can't even get mad about it, cause it's like girl, the world is so much bigger than that little penny you standing on, but whatever um, but she's she, you know she does these tweets and there's always this implication in them, you know that, listen, Christianity is misogynistic, okay the basis of the church is, what, what is the first, Eve ate the apple and brought down mankind, everything is a woman's fault men are not responsible for anything, if women who are, you know, take control of their sexuality and their power and they don't, they're whores and, and sluts and all of this and all of that, it's a, it's a misogynistic institution, it's a homophobic institution, I don't know why you gays go subject yourself to it every week, but whatever's not my business, but she says things and it's meant to be like innocent, so what she basically said on Red Table Talk, it was a long interview but she was talking about how she gets insecure 
because, you know, when she's staff or whoever's in the club and it's all these women around him and, you know, she gets insecure. But she said it when she was talking about the other women, all these hoochies and hoes, she said it again with that little misogynistic church Christian thing that they throw on it, right? And she said that before, and every time she says something, she gets jumped on, because she she always puts that little thing, and then she tries to come back as if it was innocent. Like, one time she texted, ladies, I'm tired of seeing uh, shoulders and titties, can we show a little class? And it's like, you know, I dress classy, and it's like, sis, if you want to dress classy, fine. The whole point is that women can do what the fuck they want. And her, with her ass out, it's not any more slutty or, or whatever, then if you want to cover from head to toe, do that, her dressing sexy does not make her a hoe, or does not make her, and it doesn't invite anybody to touch her, and it doesn't mean she has to, she's fucking a bunch of dudes maybe it just means that she looks good and she works out, and her titties are great, and her stomach is flat, and her ass is, 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 is nice and she wants to show it off, because you know that shit don't last forever, and she eats nothing but water and peanuts all fucking week, she fucking makes those sacrifices she can look the fuck good, and that's what she wants to do mind your business and so, she said that, and every, you know, people jumped on it, was like, oh my gosh, she's saying she's insecure, now look, I got what she was trying to say, I did, I got what she was trying to say, because it's, you know, I've said it before, it's pretty girl syndrome, like, when you're the pretty girl, when you're better looking than everybody else, you know, you get a pride about you, but when you go other places where everybody's a bad bitch, like, to be around these NBA guys, you know, models, actresses, the flyest bitches you've ever seen, you get humble real quick, because it's like, oh shit, all these bitches are bad, so I gotta do, I can't just look good, I gotta be fly, I gotta have a personality, I gotta be interesting, I gotta dress, you know what I'm saying, I got what she was saying, but the fact that she can't, you could have just said that, you could have just said, you know, I'm in the club, all these women are beautiful, I'm not the only one, I'm used to being the most pretty, and I get insecure, and I want attention from my, we, everybody under, would understand that, but there's always this little, it's the, it, it was presented as if, it's the women's fault, these other women, these whores and harlots that are always around her husband and grabbing on her husband, it's their fault, you know, because they just in the club looking good and being nice and mingling and mixing and mingling and everybody else, and you feel insecure because, oh my God, she's good looking too, oh, and she has a personality, and it's her fault, and that's what people were reacting to, and that's what people always react to with Aisha, and, and people pretend like they don't know what it is, oh my God, all she said was, she, y'all never been insecure, yes, of course, I'm a fly motherfucker, I'm not humble at all about it, I know when I walk into a room, I'm, nine times out of ten, one of the best or the best looking in there, I just, I just am, say what you want, it's just a fact, all my life, when people are good looking, especially women, even when I was falling, when people are good looking, you know when you're good looking, cause people react to good looking people different, and they tell you you look good, and you've been your whole, that's why when men kill me, when they, that's why I tell men, like, when you come up to somebody that's beautiful, or pretty, or model, and say, oh my god, you're pretty, like, you do, she's gonna push you out the way, like, she knows she looks good, niggas been telling her her whole life she looks good, like, you're not gonna get her with that rap, good looking people, I know that people think you're supposed to be humble, you be humble, bitch, cause you got a humble face, I don't, you be humble, so, I got what she was saying, cause when you go into a room where niggas is you know, beautiful and rich, and they got their own money, and they, and some of these girls are in there they're models, they're actresses, they're stars on their own they not, they not relying on a man or their husband for their, for their livelihood and for their home and for their money they got their own, and they look good, good as you or better than you, nine times out of ten, I get it, you could be insecure by that everybody can, 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 um empathize with that, but that's not why people are attacking, people are attacking because you always throw that little Christian misogynistic shit on it and people pretending like they don't know what it is even though that's been explained over and over and over again, you know I'm getting a little bit on my nerves, nobody's jumping on her because she, because she, of what she said, it's the way she says it, it's that tone, that Christian churchy girl tone that she always throws on it, like she's better than somebody, or like these girls are sluts and these girls are, you don't know that girl, people talk about Cardi, oh my god, people want the Cardi to hold his life, Cardi is married with a kid what, what what makes you think Cardi's a hoe, because y'all so fucking brainwashed, oh my gosh, she puts her titties out, so what, her titties look good, she was a stripper, she works hard, so yeah, she shows her titty off, yeah, she was on, now listen, I personally would not have been on Instagram with my pussy out like that, but I'm not Cardi B, and I ain't got that body to be honest, but she showed you the part that would give dick comfort, you know what I'm saying, that don't make her slut, she is married, she got a husband, she got a kid, you don't know nobody she's fucking, so, how's she a hoe? 
Maybe y'all don't know who hoes is. Maybe maybe because y'all think that because a woman is free and embraces her sexuality and knows how to use her power and doesn't, you know, play into this little good girl, let me get a good man and I'm a husband bullshit that y'all motherfuckers got the whole world fucked up with that makes her a hoe. No, you got it fucked up. It don't make her a hoe. It makes her smart. It makes her smart, it makes her aware, and it makes her reclaiming her power, and knowing that it ain't, that it ain't about all of that, that's just a way to control, uh, women, so, and that's why I tell people, I don't believe in the concept of a hoe, cause all a hoe is, is you trying to shame, a woman is not doing what you want her to do, or she's making you feel insecure, or she's using her fucking sexuality, and she looks fucking good, and you want her, but you can't have her, so you trying to control her, by calling her slut, or calling her hoe, and all of this bullshit, fuck out of here, um, yeah, so, sorry, let me check my time again, um, okay, we doing great, alright, so yeah, that's, that's it, <laughs> that's all I wanted to say, I got that all out, um, I was worried I was gonna forget something, but I did not, um, I, I do have some Genghis kicks, um, I'm not sure if I mentioned last week, so I got the, um, Jordan 4s, I, I think I put them up, um, they didn't sell out like I thought they would, and I don't know why, because the 4s are like one of the most best looking ones, I told y'all, the Jordan 1s through the 6, I stop after the 6, skip to the 10, and I think all the rest of them joints are trash, but, um, I got mine, but, those Travis, um, Travis Scott Jordans, I said, I think I said last week, I didn't like the swoosh, and I don't, but those are kind of fly, like, I'm, they kind of hot, so, I'm gonna put them up, because I think they kind of dope, if you could get them, um, and it's another, Kyrie's keep coming out in different colors, I like Kyrie's, they're really comfortable, but I'm gonna just put them Travis's up, because they're kind of dope, and if you can get them, I think they got raffles and stuff coming out, try to get them, and there's a couple more pair I put up there, um, for the summer, I told y'all about the Glover Adidas, those are fly, if you can get those, try to get them, I don't think they sold out, I don't think they're hard to get, nice little summer shoe, um, yeah, and that's it, so this was what I said, episode, um, 207, um, I'm Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. Thanks for asking Kells podcast. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. I see y'all liking me. I see y'all um, retweeting me. Tell your friends. Um, rate me on iTunes, and um, you know that helps with like your. It helps move to like so when people listen to similar podcasts, you you pop up in there. It helps with that. Um, the 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 hit me on Twitter at KMGZ you know, you, you want a topic, or just, I don't know, whatever, hit me up there, but you can also, there's a podcast, thanks for asking, podcast at gmail.com, but I don't check it that often, I got, listen, I got my email, I got my, um, business email, I got this podcast email, it's a lot of emails, so, you know, it's best to hit me on Twitter, but you can send an email, I'll get to it origi- eventually, but I will see it, I will let you know, much faster, on Twitter or Instagram, Genghis Kells, DM me or hit, I'll see it much faster on those two platforms than I will in the email. All right. All right, y'all. Um, I don't know what the name is. Episode is going to be, it will be there by the time I post it. Um, all right. Thanks for coming out. God bless. Good night.